JP Palufry here. Before we get started in today's episode, I wanted to make you aware of two resources that are available to you. Number one, are you curious about what your personality type is when you face last 8% situations? Because if you are and you're curious about this really valuable information, you can take our assessment. It's in the show notes, it's free but it'll give you real-time feedback on what is your personality type. Really powerful information. That's number one. Resource number two is, are you struggling with last 8% situations and at times feeling stuck in your career or in some relationships? And if that's the case, we are now accepting registrations for the last 8% Academy. This is our hybrid digital live course that we are so excited about. It is six weeks long and it's hybrid. So part of it is digital, right? There's app-based micro learning. You learn on your own in the course of the week in five to seven minute increments. And then you also are part of a cohort, a group that learns over the six weeks together You have one-hour live classes together. You have a peer coach. All of this is to help you build the accountability so you can step in and face your last 8% situations with more confidence, with more courage. So we would love for you to join us. Now, on to the episode. Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you again today. You want to be productive. You want to get things done, progress in your career. You also want to find more ease and maybe some happiness. Is it possible to have both? In this episode, we look at a path to try to find both. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. Feeling our feet on the ground, letting go of thinking and doing, and just being present in this moment. Just feeling our feet contact the ground. Feeling the top of our feet and our ankles. Can you just be present with whatever sensations you experience? Can you stand tall, look around, feel grateful, and not be in some story or some thinking, but just be present? 
feeling our hands and arms as they move as we walk. It's really important that you move as you are able in this podcast. It's an important part of the practice. So if you're listening by driving or doing something else, I'd say don't do it. Turn it off and find a way to move, even if it's standing in place. It's really critical to the method behind the madness of this podcast. So feel your head and neck now. Feel the top of your head. Feel your back. And feel your front, specifically feeling your belly rise and fall. And just see if you can now move to feeling your belly rise and fall. And in that moment in between breath, just feel your feet. And just kind of go back and forth. And just try to be as present as you can. Not thinking about breathing, just feeling the sensation and being present to breathing. Not thinking about walking, but just feeling your feet on the ground. And if your mind wanders to some thought, just let the thought be and come back to whatever is present. Your belly and your feet on the ground. Back to your belly. Back to your feet on the ground and just being present. Just take this time to disengage from thinking and doing. And just be present with what is. And with being. So moving now into our idea of the day. As you know, if you're a longtime listener, we follow a BIG structure. We wake up, make our bed, engage in the five-minute book club. Those are two Bs. And then we tune into our belly and our body. Those are the Bs. Then we move to an idea of the day or strengthening our identity. Those are the two I's. Then finally, we move to our goals and gratitude, the G's. So standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. You want to be productive. You work hard. You want to get things done. You want to make progress. You also want to be happy and more at ease. But you struggle. 
feels at times like you cannot have both. You find yourself at times overwhelmed with all you have to do at work and all you have to do at home. And you are not sure how best to deal with it. The fact is we are not very skilled at managing overwhelm. Thinking back to one of the ways we've been told to deal with it is work harder. You know, put our head down, grind and work our way out of it. That's kind of option one, work harder. Option two, we've been told to quote Timothy Leary, turn on, tune in, drop out. What does that mean? Well, turn on meant become sensitive to the many and various levels of consciousness. And, you know, what helps us engage in those various levels of consciousness. That's turn on, tune in meant to interact more harmoniously with the world around us. And dropout suggested a detachment from involuntary or unconscious commitments. Sounds pretty good in some ways, doesn't it? But how do each of these two ways to deal with these, this challenge, how effective are they? So number one is work harder, grind. Number two is turn on, tune in, drop out. Well, to be honest, not very well. For option one, we cannot grind our way to be less overwhelmed, which is, you know, how we've Many of us have been taught, and I've spoken elsewhere in the podcast, so I don't want to go into too much detail here, but it's a recipe for disaster. It only leads to burnout, which is, you know, a real issue today. What about turn on, tune in, drop out? You know, getting more focused on meditation. Well, you might think I'll say this is the way to go, given that, you know, it's a big part of the podcast in the last 8% project. But alas, I would not suggest this path for most people. The problem is that we cannot find, if we cannot find a way to manage both the so much to do and find ease, we end up exhausted, cynical, and not feeling very much joy or pleasure in our life. These are the three characteristics of burnout, in fact. And by the way, it's more serious than we than it sounds. Burnout it's not, oh, let's have a weekend and I'll feel better after a couple of good nights sleep. No, it can take weeks, even months. Actually, for more severe conditions, it can even take years. So what to do? Well, what we need is both doing and being. Doing and being. What does that mean? What we, like tuning out, dropping out, is not necessarily the way to a fulfilled life or happiness or ease. One of my favorite researchers, um, I've been lucky enough to interview her, is Teresa Amabili. She's now retired, but she was a professor at Harvard Business School, and she wrote extensively about something called the progress loop, which is when people consistently take steps forward on meaningful projects, they 
are more creative, productive, and engaged. They even have better relationships. And this in turn has a positive influence on their work performance. And when this happens, we perceive our day as positive, which improves our inner work life, which strengthens the loop again from the start. And it's just a great progress loop. The point is we get a big dose of happiness and well-being and ease from making meaningful progress at work. So we need a dose of focused doing to be happy and productive. But it's not enough on its own. And if it's out of balance, then we will be out of balance. So we also need a healthy dose of being. What is being? Sounds pretty woo-woo. Well, it means that stopping from doing for some part of the day with meditation or being engaged in music or something that gets us into flow. And this has been shown to have a number of significant benefits for us. Number one and most important, it helps us get out of the think cycle. Most of us are not aware that we as humans are always thinking, always planning, ruminating about the past, worrying about the future, engaged in social comparison. And on the face of it, it makes sense, right? We need to think in order to work, plan, live, interact with others. The challenge is that we are not aware that we are thinking constantly and this constant stream of thinking adds a screen over everything we experience. We're not out looking at the sunset. We're thinking about what happened yesterday in an interaction at work. We're not having a shower. We are contemplating what will happen next when we have to give a presentation next week to our boss. The problem is that this constant thinking distorts our lives. It distorts our experience of any moment. It, it, it even distorts, in a very real way, our emotions. It causes us to drive for certainty in our lives and to judge our experience as either good or bad, negative or positive. All of this is going on without us even being aware of it. Pema Chodron, who wrote When Things Fall Apart, which is our, our book, maybe our book for the year, because it's taking me a long time to get through it. But just before I read this quote from her, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. She said, letting there be room for not knowing is the most important thing of all. When there's a big disappointment, we don't know if that's the end of the story. It may just be the beginning of a great adventure. Life is like that. We don't know anything. We call something bad, we call it good. But really, we just don't know. And so... Thinking can distort, causing us to drive for certainty, causing us to try to label things as good or bad, negative, positive. And being, just being present with what is happening in the moment, not judging it as good or bad, 
not trying to push it away, avoid, or getting wrapped up in it. Whatever the it is. Could be sensations in our body. Could be a thought coming through. But just being present as we are in this podcast, all of this is a moment that not only turns off our thinking for a while, but also acts as an antidote to our ego. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I mean, this is a long topic, but essentially what we know is that it creates what Harvard neuroscience researchers describe as a self-transcendent experience when we're doing meditation or mindfulness, where we get a glimpse of while we're being present in the moment of seeing that we are part of a bigger picture, right? When I ask you to stand tall right now, stand tall, look around, feel grateful and just be present. Just feel grateful for a moment. We get this sense that we're part of something bigger, that the world does not revolve around us. We are part of that world and we, it's a self-transcendent moment. And this powerful glimpse allows us to see things more objectively and be less driven by ego, by our needs and thinking, again, that the world revolves around us. It helps us form deeper relationships. So we need both doing and being. And if you didn't notice, that's what we've been doing all along with this podcast in increments of 15 to 20 minutes incorporating both being, you know, the start of the podcast, walking meditation, the end, gratitude practice, and doing. You know, in the middle, we talk about an idea of the day, or at the end, we talk about goal setting. Because we know doing, meaningful doing, gives us a hit of happiness and well-being, and positive emotion. But we also know that we need those moments of being to get that glimpse of something bigger. And this is part of the balance required to deal with so much to do and trying to find some ease. And that's why we do this podcast. So that we can get a glimpse of a you know, perspective and an ample supply of energy and perspective so we can be our best, so we can approach those most difficult moments that we face. Doing and being, we need both. So, feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our whole body standing tall, Doing our three by three, three mindful breaths right down into our toes, calming this body. Now moving to three things that we can feel grateful for. How connected we are to others how fortunate we are to have this breathing body that, while imperfect, works. What is it for you?
And finally, what three goals do you have for the day? What three big rocks do you want to focus on today that will add to positive emotions from progress? What is it for you today? Fantastic. As we finish up today's episode, if you're enjoying, please share on your social media. Take a picture, put it on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. Let people know about this resource. And by the way, a really important thing you can do is subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, but also go to Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and write a review. Write a review. That's one signal that the algorithm takes to make this uh, more available to others. And that's what we want to do. We want to have a big impact. So finishing, I will finish with another, another Pema Chodron quote. Very short one. So bring this energy and focus into the day. And as she would say, Pema would say, live your life as an experiment. Live your life as an experiment. Have a wonderful day.